Can you hear me, man? Yes, sir. All right, man. Listen, let me let me say hello to our millions of visitors uh, and those who are followers. Welcome to the Real Will Radio Show and Late Bloomers University. This is your man, your brother from another mother, poster child for Late Bloomers. You are a late bloomer if things didn't boom and bang for you early on in life. But somewhere later on in life, you begin to get hips, a shape, a smile, some attention. Things begin to light up for you in your life. Not only that, but you're a late bloomer. It's not it's not if you bloom, but when you. It's not when you bloom, but if you bloom. Some flowers bloom early, some catch it later. I'm one of those later guys, evidently, but I'm glad about it. It's not if you bloom, it's, when, it's not when, but if. And so I'm just glad to be blooming along with you. And uh, this podcast is specifically to uplift, encourage, edify, to set a fire up under, to set a blaze, to ignite, to encourage, lift. Did I say that already? Each and every person who joins in to push you in your second half of life. This is it. You got one shot at life. You running out of road. Do it now. If ever you're going to do it, do it now. That's what all of this is about. And I'm just super happy to have uh, my kinfolk, my cousin, my brother, Mr. Ben, Ben, Ben Jeezy. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening, brother? (laughs) What up, dog? What up, man? What's happening with you, man? Man, I'm super fired up with life, man. I'm on the right side of dirt, so I can't complain. Everything else is extra. Man, I'm telling you, man, I'm I'm just super happy about it. Let me let me start off by saying happy pre-birthday tomorrow uh, is your birthday. Amen. What year you what year you be crossing? Uh, Oprah said uh, 25, you know, based on her reduction. Oprah be lying. Um, I like her equation, though. So we just go. No, nah, man, look, I'm 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 boldly and proudly walking into the to the uh, age of 47 years old, man. And, and I feel hey, I feel better and better, man. Each year I get, man, because man. I, I completely push my my limits. Come on, man. Did you think you'd feel as good, look as good as you do now at 47 with back then? Man, you know what? No, because I, I saw the 47 year olds. And, and my family and and I was like, man, this is. I think I could do better. I love them, but <laughs> uh, that Ben said that y'all. Ben said that. <laughs> no, but I tell you, I tell you this. I tell you this. You know what? What you do in your current stage in life shows up hard and loud in your older years of life. For real, you, you, you know, you you do the things that you uh don't like right now it'll pay off for example going into going to the gym working out eating the green leafy foods and the mm-hmm. fruits and vegetables and the, the, the nuts and the berries over the fried food and the, and the fast food yeah you're gonna have some arguments with your man with your mind and uh, immediate gratification it's a fight but i promise you your older self will love it and it will show up everywhere everywhere in every, every part of your life at this point in the game man you know you you have to get i used to jump we were raised in what was called bunk beds for young people who don't know what a bunk bed is. i don't even think right. they make those anymore but yeah, we used to, and then we used to have to sleep head to toe sometimes because yeah. more than one person in the bed but out of that top bunk man we used to be able to, out of the dead sleep be able to jump out the top of that bunk man in a right. run <laughs> but man, as you get older, man, there's no such thing, man. No, no, man. You know, and life really is about maximizing 
continually to move forward, continually to push yourself beyond limits and to get out of your comfort zone in all areas of your life. Mm, man, that, that's what I wanted to jump in. And, and uh, uh, great subject for us, man, to talk about uh, what is a comfort zone, what's dangerous about the comfort zone, mm. how to get out of the comfort zone, how to stay out of it, man. What, what's your thoughts? Well, I would say this. First of all, you have to identify that you're in a comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And a comfort zone is simple. And it's when your heart doesn't beat anymore. It's just a calm, it's just a calm pace. Nothing scares you. You've right. mastered everything that's going on in your life and everything that you're you're doing. You've mastered it. And uh, you can do it in your in your sleep. Do it in your sleep. That yep. right there is uh, straight indicators that you are in a comfort zone and it's time for you to expand. It's time for you to rip off another layer of that onion. And that's where the tears start. Yes, sir. I agree, man. It's it's when you know you're in comfort zone, you know, like you said, you you you're the smartest person in the room. Everybody comes to you because you know it. You this I read a thing that said um sometimes the brain does not wake up until the brain is so programmed to do what we do so systematically we get wake up take a shower put our clothes on make our lunch walk walk to the car drive to work go to work do the job we can come all the way and the brain never engages because your body mm-hmm. programmed to do the same thing it's only until a cat runs across the street or something or a car darts out of somewhere then the brain engages man and that's right the zone, man as long as you're in the comfort zone it seems like Nothing. The brain doesn't have to engage because we know how to do this, and I'm at peace. Right. Nothing is challenging you at all. Now you're getting that. Now you're getting that. Um, what you call that muffin? The uh, uh. hanging over the belt thing. <laughs> yeah, muffin top. <laughs> muffin top and you know, the kangaroo pouch, and you yeah. get lazy man. It's the love. It's just nothing, and mentally nothing challenges you, man. And then nothing right. challenges you become i don't want to do nothing else Mm -hmm. and that's that that's the um the sneaky um constricting uh response of a comfort zone it just slips up on you before you know it you 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 so much time has passed before you wake out of that hypnotic stage and you say wait a minute man i haven't i haven't hey it's already june it's already where did where did the time go You're in a hypnotic state of mind, like, and I think everybody has experienced this. You ever been driving, and you all of a sudden your brain engages, as you uh, 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 mentioned, and you say, "Man, I don't even remember the last two miles I've driven." For real? Yeah, you're like, "Wait, wait, okay, was I asleep? No, I know I wasn't, but I don't remember." Did I look up? How long have I been looking down at this? Right. It's like, oh my God, how many people did I run off the road? Right. But this is, it's, it's extremely important to, to stay engaged with your life. Don't disengage and just uh, uh, go with the flow, you know, where Monday looks like Tuesday and Tuesday looks like Friday and this week looks like this week. And before you know it, you, you're living almost like on a sled, January, February, March. And you're like, man, that was fast, and I don't remember life. Well, let me let me ask you this, man. Then how much how much of it is because we've been sold this bill or this 
or we've been given this false goal to reach. Let me just get here and that's it. You know, it's sort of like, let me just get to this point and then I can chill. I could, you know, just like people say, um, work 20 years, retire. Of yeah. course, it's so old now. You know, you cannot retire in 20 years. If you did, when you made 39, you, you, you 39, you've, you've worked 18, 20 years um, after 18, which means you retired at 39. We don't know anybody who has retired right. at 39 and live off that same salary. So some kind of way society teaches us just get to this point and things will just chill out and just, you know what I mean? You you know what I mean? That's a misconception. What, what do you think about that? Because I, I think I, that's what it tastes after. I think, it, I think it's, um, it, it's definitely attributed to a person and the goals that they set. <clears throat> I think the the younger we start um, identifying a goal that we want to conquer or to reach, it gets chipped away by society and the people in our comfort zone, right? Mm-hmm. And it gets chopped away, chiseled away to this small uh, uh, grain of the, the original goal and it's so small that we allowed ourselves to accept that. So it's, it's, it's we're only going to accept small if we give the green light to accept it. Mm-hmm. Small or comfort zone doesn't, it doesn't push itself on us. It's an environment that we accept. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so you, you have to get to a point where you say, no, this offer that's been slid uh, uh, across the table, um, I do not accept. I demand more. I do not accept this particular uh, particular pay grade, this lifestyle, whatever it is. You have to get uncomfortable to say, no, I want more. I demand more. Don't go the poverty route and say, oh, well, and then and then and then put God in it to, to ease the. Um, <laughs> oh, well, this this is what the Lord. This gave. must be this God's Lord will. Decided. Right. This must be God's will. One can of beans. This, it could be half. It could be one bean. No, 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 no. Let me let me tell you this. Mm-hmm. It's 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 more impactful when you since I mentioned God, it's more impactful to represent God when your life looks like God loves you. Yes, sir. If your shoes, if I can see four of your toes in your shoes and your shirt is hanging off your shoulder because it's too big and your teeth are yellow and your, your, your hair isn't done and you want to represent God and tell me how great he is and I'm looking at you and I'm like, that's that's it, love right there? It, if four toes are showing, that's the sound maybe. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, hey, better, better will be. You know what I mean. But if you, if you, if you're pushing, man, and you got that life that you, you know, that you desire outside of your comfort zone, and mm. it's just so much easier to wear that badge that God is with you, and these are the things that He brought me through, and mm. let me show you how He can do the same for you, you up out of your comfort zone. That's right. Uh, you know, I, I can, I elevate elevate and you begin and people can then begin to see your growth right. how you evolve you get smarter you learn more you look better you achieve more you accomplish mm-hmm. because you are you are staying in 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 that flow you've not become comfortable you've not right. down 
And like you said, there are people in the comfort zone there. If I'm on the couch getting comfortable, please believe there's some others who are around me who are comfortable as well, who don't want to do anymore. Right. They want his company. And so, again, rehearsing, rehearsing what you're trying to do and goals you're trying to achieve with people who are trying to be comfortable, they'll shoot it down and make it negative every time. Right. And you got to look at it like this, too, man. Um, if you if you mastered an area in your life and you're the big fish, everybody give you gives you the, the, the hip hip hooray, hoorah you know, battle cry. This is such and such, man. Yeah, he's, you know, what they call it, the uh, big fish, small pond. Big fish and small pond, yeah. Yeah, it's to, to say, I want to throw all this away and I want to become the small fish in the big pond. Man, that's scary. It's like, I got to start all over. It's uh, really, yeah. If, 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 if I, right now, I, I got swag. Over here, I look clumsy because I don't know nothing. Right. And, and you want me to do this in, 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 in front of people? Nah, I'd rather be, and that's where the sale is. Do you want to get elevated? You know what I mean? Or do you want to stay right where you're at? Now, now here, here's the thing with the comfort zone. You can stay there, but even, eventually it turns against you. It chokes you out and catches you blind eye. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. Because what was comfortable now becomes a problem. And only yes. that you begin to see others around you evolve and go past you. When you were ahead of, you mm. know, when you young, you were ahead of everybody else. You thought you you were so far ahead, but now because you sat down and rested and got comfortable with your lead, now everybody not only caught up to you, but everybody has passed you. Now right. you now you got to get it late when you could have gotten it early on. Now you now you have to. You know what I mean? Now instead of coming from a jog to a full speed, now you gotta you gotta warm up. It just takes longer now. Yes, yes. And it's and you, harder. You know, it's um if you ask yourself and say, well, listen, if if the trade-off of leaving the comfort zone is bigger, better, bolder, well, it seems like an easy sell. Well, why not? Who wouldn't want that end game? But that middle part, the sale. What you what you have to do to get that work? That's the part that makes people push that that opportunity away, because it is challenging. It can push you to the point where you see more of what you don't know than what you do know, Absolutely. and a lot of people can't digest that. Man, uh, for sure, and and you become. You, you become like like I said uh, last night. That be, you become you leave a place where you are. There's notoriety. Everybody knows you. Everybody loves you. Everybody loves and respect your work and what mm-hmm. you do and all of this. You you've gained reputation and accolades. But you go to a brand new place where nobody knows you. It was my experience. I was I was such in a, I was in such a shock, man. I was like, how come you all trying to play me like I'm not Pastor Wilford? <laughs> the dude called me Richard. I was offended. Who is <laughs> Richard? <laughs> I ain't been called Richard in, in church, Sandy. You know I mean? Oh my God! And then it was like you go from uh, you go from this level that you've worked so hard to evolve, you know, elevate to, and it almost feels like you're back at square one. And what makes it worse is others want to treat you that way. Mm. 
but man, but that's why I think you have to be focused on w- what you're doing, why you're here, and the purpose of me being here so that, you know, you, you ignore those things because you know who you are and why, you, yeah. why you're here. Why am I getting out in this space and place in the first place? Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? This is, um, you, I like to keep, keep my, um, my decisions or the way I look at things in the most simplistic form um, as possible. If you're talking about moving outside of a comfort zone into an area to expand self and and, and worth or whatever, and you have this spiritual spiritual walk with God, and you know the relationship, the relationship is strong with God. If God says, hey, look, I need you to go here. I need you to uproot, go to this, go to this, um, this unknown area nobody knows you nobody know nobody no at this particular time nobody cares to know you you know you can change your name and people wouldn't know you can change your name right you you are nobody in this land and we need to rebuild Let, and you think re, re, rebuild <laughs> wait, re, that's uh, right rebuild well, well, wait a minute now uh i got all this muscle and uh ain't i good Nah, we're going to cut all that off. We're going to start from the phone. From the bottom. <laughs> Remember we used to play, we used to build houses with cards. <laughs> Coming out of the comfort zone, I mean, we'd knock your whole house down. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. But, well, and let, it hurt. It let, hurt. Let, let me ask you this, man. Let me ask you, uh, because it's a real example of yours. And, and to me, it seems as though you've probably done it more than that. But how? I know you've done it more, but at least in two big ways you've done it. Uh, uh-huh. You move from Gary to Arizona. Yes. And then then you now you've made a second leap whereby you've chosen to see it's, it's different when you're forced to do something. Yeah. Yes. Then it is when you have to make you have chosen because when it gets tough, everybody said, no, you made this choice. So right. it was um, how was it? when you moved from Indiana to Arizona, you know, what did you have? What was comfortable in Indiana that, that you did not find in, in Arizona, you know? Um, you know what? I think the first move from Gary to, um, to Arizona, it was literally off of a thought, you know, my wife and I were coming from a, a shoot video shoot. And um, we just tossed around some questions. Hey, if we were to move, where would it where would it be? And we just tossed around some names. And Arizona kind of kind of resonated a little bit. I had never visited Arizona, you okay. know. So that was the seed right there. And by this time, we pull up in front of the house, get on the computer, just to just to search. And again, is the conversation was so innocent. Like if I were to say, "What's your favorite sports car?" Mm-hmm. and then you find yourself at, a, at the sports car. You know, dealership, you know, yeah. signing papers. So mm-hmm. we, when we looked up the um, the benefits and the opportunities that Arizona was offering, you know, she looked up at me and said, hey, we moving? I said, you moving? She said, you scared? I said, you scared? <laughs> literally, this was on a Monday. By Wednesday, we had a decision. By Friday, we were liquidating. Less than six months later, we were gone. Wow. The place that we never, never been to. See, sometimes you got to... You know that you know that heartbeat uh, on the monitor where it goes up and down, right? Yes, sir. Okay. For me, I don't want a flatline type of a life where there's no, no, no. nothing. It's just mono. You know what I mean? 
No. It's, you you got to put yourself in some situations where you have those stories. For me, life is about the stories. You know what I mean? Yeah, they may be a little risky, you know? But man, if you don't take risks, you, come on. You can't be afraid about everything. Listen, if, if, if we were to continue to talk about what would go wrong, we would still be in Indiana, you know what I mean? Absolutely. About, doing a double Dutch move. Uh, we should move. We Let's wait for everything to be perfect. Perfect doesn't exist. No, it doesn't. You know, you take calculated steps, but don't go for perfection. And right. it was not the best situation at the time that we were moving. But we felt it. You know what I mean? And we jumped and it was the best move ever. And then transitioning to the Georgia was even greater. By this time, because we were so um, used to um, getting outside of the comfort zone yeah. and, build, and building that relationship with God, we knew who the driver of our lives were. Yeah. So we knew that he wasn't going to say, all right, get in this car. Let's, let's go off this cliff. Like, look, we, sir, you've taken us to the edge before with no guardrail. No mm. guardrail. Mm-hmm. We got this. Yes, it's going to be unnerving. Please don't think that I always have my my shades on and I'm drinking margarita with my feet crossed on the dashboard. Oh, right. I'm holding it sometimes too. But I'm still, but I'm still in the car. I'm not jumping out. I'm not aborting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and because I know what's on the other side, I've experienced it already. I know my father. Yes. I know what I know what he'll deliver. And I know what he'll deliver is it's always been bigger than what I've written on paper and that I've envisioned. It's always worked that way. So I don't question him and do the double dutch because timing is critical. Mm. It's, 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 if God is the quarterback and he throws the ball up, I can't stop and say, well, wait a minute, he's throwing it way up over there. So I wonder what he, I can't do that. I'm messing up the whole play. My job is to run as hard as I can and God is going to do what he's supposed to do. Yeah, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. We mm-hmm. meet up. It's a partnership. I can't second guess him. So this is why I can make those bold moves. Calculated, but bold. Bold. I, man, I, you know, it is, uh, again, above and beyond uh, all of the fears that you may have, because we're not discrediting any of that. Yeah, fear is present. Fear is always present when it comes to risk. And uh, around around you are people who are telling you every reason why you shouldn't go and everything that's wrong with yeah. it. You, you hear all of that, unless you're smart enough to isolate from all of those people. It was my experience on purpose, man. I purposely said, I'm not telling. Right. But the people who I have to tell, because mm-hmm. I just did not want to entertain anything from anybody else that was opposite of what I was focused right. on doing, because I know how, how easy it is to hear here's something that'll make that'll convict you you have this false conviction about leaving and you're gonna leave us here and abandon us and there's just so much you right. can you could fail there's always you can fail you know and so you you battle with all that as well and 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 i think it's good to say that even when you make that leap it's not golden you know you don't see the gold in the beginning which means that by, by example when you moved to Arizona, you did not move into Arizona. You didn't move your first day into a 12-bedroom mansion with six right. cars out front. With You didn't move into a situation like that. Right, right. Is, is that true? Yeah, so so here's, here's the thing when you're talking about 
upgrading your life or moving outside of the comfort zone, right? You have the vision that you have for your life. You probably see it, touch it, smell it. You got the image so locked in, right? That's the goal that you have. Now, this is how I've learned um, to, to, to expect God to work in a, in a situation like that. The goal is to create a fire up under your butt. You just wake up one day with this idea. It just comes out of the blue and it hits your heart. And it's like, hey, yo, this feels funny. This is more than just an, an idea in the brain. This has reached my heart where I can feel this. And hey, what is this about? And my my I, I would highly encourage you to explore that. Something is being set up. Some prayer has gone out that you probably forgot about. And it could have been something as simple as God expand my territory. God, I want something new. It's a simple prayer. This is why you have to watch your words because God is like, cool, I've been trying to bless you. Here you go. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to look the way that you expect it to look. Yet it's not going to look like, you, like you've written it so neatly on your paper. It's not going to look like the, the vision that you had on your wall. It's not going to play like that because you don't think like God. So his, the uh, way to get you there is not going to be the way that you think it should get you there. See what I'm saying? Absolutely. You, you know, when we, when we, I think about your journey, I think about mine in leaving, it was the same way. It was, uh, it was an unction. It was a calling. Yeah. Which unction, a calling. It was a window. I felt like I had that. I never, I've always talked about that. Da, 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 right. da always talked about cali being in cali uh, right is it in here uh, but let me let me jump in because i think we had spoken about it for what about a good year yeah. or something like that yeah. well, i know i know it, it's always been on a table because your, your you know your brothers and your mom and pop was have been in cali for a decade or so yeah but, but you and i had a, a a real pressure type conversation like man all right let's put a date on it and it had to be i think around the holidays uh, no, uh, Thanksgiving or so, because I was like, let's put a time frame on it. And I think we went six months out or real close to it. And we said, let's June. June was the the yep. uh, the date. He was like, all right, cool, because we had to set a date. Yep. And then you called me probably, was it right before Christmas, after Christmas? Dead of winter, February, cold, right? Some, somewhere up in there, you called me and said, hey, man, I'm moving. I was like, oh, cool. You, 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 you're solid on June. He's like, no, nah, I'm moving in two weeks. I was like, uh, what? Huh? <laughs> and I, I felt the confidence in your voice. You had made the decision right then and there. Yeah. And that and that was the ball that was rolling. You know, and 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 God wants us to operate with boldness like that, getting out of your comfort bro, zone. Bro, bro, you know, I, I I call it, you know, I I there was a message I preached. It was called Make Up Your Mind. It was uh, the scripture where God's leader said to them, he said, choose you this day whom you'll serve. And it said, the people answered him not a word. And I said, either, either, even no answer is still an answer. Yeah. Even if you don't answer, you still make, you make, you still made a decision, even if you didn't open your mouth. But you have to be, you have to live and, and man, my, my hand to God. From that point forward, I started living in the space that says either be yes or no, be on or off, be in or out, be with us or against us, love us or hate us, but make a decision. My daddy said, 
weigh the pros and the cons honestly but when you get done just make a decision even with that he says sometimes you find out you're right sometimes you find out you're wrong but at least you made a decision the worst place to be in is in indecision man because you're in the middle and you're miserable and you lose sleep and you have blood pressure and you have strokes and heart attacks yeah you have panic attacks all of that because you have you will not make a decision right right and you know what man um this is uh let me shine some light on what's happening or what would happen when a person starts to when they get in the car with god all right when they get in the car with god <laughs> what what he does in the car they, with god yeah when you get in the car with god all right what he does with with the points of where he wants to take you and you up out of your comfort zone he has to strip all these beliefs he has to he has to rebuild you this is the tough part because when you're leaving your comfort zone you got the hand on the steering wheel you're the driver you got this but when you go, get up outside of your comfort zone you're saying hey i cannot grab the steering wheel because i don't know how to drive this mm -mm. so god you drive this now a lot of times we're on the road and we want to put that hand on the steering wheel and say hey god uh you uh let's turn this way Hey man, you you ain't driving right. Let me put the foot on the brake there or, or on the gas. And let me you can't have two drivers. You have to decide who's going to be the driver. Now, what God'll do, man, is he'll take you down a road that you totally disagree with. And you have no idea why you're down that road. Have no clue. And 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 what he's doing is is one He's giving you an opportunity to fix up some areas to enhance your strength, to uphold the vision that you respectfully put in front of. Mm -hmm. See, you can write out all your desires and say, oh, I want this type of house. I want this lifestyle. I want to impact as many people. If God gave you that right now, it would crush you because you don't have the mental capacity or the strength and endurance to uphold it. You say, well, Ben, what do you mean? What do you mean? Okay, well, what's your dream car? Well, I, I like a Rolls Royce. Okay, you got it. Can you handle an oil change, a simple oil change in this Rolls Royce that you have on this dream, this vision board right now? Nope. Uh, uh, how much is the oil change? First of all, with you asking how much the oil change is, tells you that you cannot afford, afford an oil change in a Rolls Royce. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm You're talking about a couple thousand dollars versus $30 for your little neon. You know? mm -hmm. <laughs> so these worlds don't mix. So he has to prepare you to handle what you're asking for. Now, this goal that you have in mind, this is the this is the this is the the, the meme that I've seen where God is uh, is he has a bigger teddy bear behind his back and he's asking the little kid for the little small teddy bear. He's gonna Give me switch him. Yeah. yeah. So what he does is remember the goal to get you to bait you outside of the comfort zone. It becomes your everything. Like, man, this is the vision right here. And God's like, oh no, you get in the car. I'm gonna show you how this big vision of yours that you think is the cake, how it's just the candle. And when you trust God and he's, he's he has you in the car and you're going on this journey, man, you pick up so many opportunities and and, and so many uh, skill set. And you like, man, dude, this journey is like awesome. And by the time you get to your goal that you had on your paper, man, it's like, dude, 
this goal that was so huge and monumental from what I picked up on the journey, man. this goal that I had is now just a candle on what God just presented to me. Mind blowing. Let, let, you know, listen, let, let, me, let me add to that. You know, it, as well it is to say that, uh, or just in the same thing you're saying is to simply say, is to simply say that man, everything that I, if you look at what you have developed and what areas you've grown in between the time before you made the decision and pulled the trigger until mm -hmm. now, you look back, you didn't even ask or request or didn't even have enough sense to know you were going to need that skill set. But he right. put in a situation, in a position, and in a place whereby he developed these things through it all, man. You yeah. You didn't even know to ask that, man. Uh, you know, our journey, for those who may not know, um, we also took a trip together. And that was <laughs> me. Man, Liz, can I tell you, I look back. You ever look back at your life and say, man, I did that? Yeah. <laughs> you, you you did that, man. You you had the listen, and it's it's back then. You started you started a church. Do, do you know that when I left when I left uh, my church, uh, when I left my first church, uh, when I resigned, I didn't even remember that my wife was eight months pregnant at the time. Yeah, she was eight months. Who leaves a job? <laughs> Your wife is. Hey, hey. And you had just gotten a house. And just bought a house. Yeah. Just but but I was so driven and so focused and I felt yeah. so led by and confirmed that this is what I was supposed to be doing, that I did it. And ultimately I left from that job and I, it was a lateral transfer financially. I, the, the next Sunday I was paid from the other place, but that never would have happened if I would entertain all of the fears. Not only that, but it was something that I think the enemy was considering as a tool to keep me or to humble me that he's not going to make this move because all of those things that I wasn't even paying attention to, man. And so we took that one and then we said, hey, I'm moving. Let's go. And um, and I thank God for you saying, hey, I'm riding with you. And yeah, because I can't even tell you looking back at it. I knew I was leaving, bro. And I had some money in the bank, but uh, the car the car I had was I just got up. Uh, I think I think we had a spare in the trunk. Yeah, man. You, I, listen, the more look, this was what what was this kind of like seven years ago or so, six years ago? Oh man, 20, 2017, 18, 2018. Yeah. So about four years ago. <laughs> listen, man. Listen, the 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 car. Let's just say Ooh. the car was sick. The car. Hey, the car. The car had COVID. <laughs> so so, and we drove this car. Across country, bro. I didn't have a coat. Two thousand five. You know I mean? Listen, and and we're going through Utah and Colorado, and people are like, wasn't it so beautiful? Uh, yeah, but we had a different perspective because those hills were punching the car in the oh and making the, the engine light come on because of the uphill work that it had to do. So yeah, it was beautiful, but we didn't have that same perspective. We were so scared. We were panicking. You know what I mean? But but here here's the thing when it comes to um, people and your comfort zone. You'll be excited about the idea of leaving the comfort zone and going for upgrades in life. There's going to be 
people, a lot of close people, people that you love and look up to, who's not going to be favorable with that decision. And they're not going to be favorable for that decision because it's going to make them uncomfortable mm-hmm. by you shining brighter than them. See, a lot of times people want you to win, just not win more than they're winning. Yeah. Because it'll make them look bad. Right? Yeah. So it's almost best to keep your mouth shut and just let your actions speak for you and keep your eyes and your head focused on what God is doing for you and with you on this journey. This journey it's a personal, developmental, life-changing experience. He didn't say go get a group. Nope. This is about you because they can't see your vision because the vision wasn't given to them. They only can see what you paint and it's not in detail. So you can touch, feel, and smell the vision. When you paint the picture, they only can see partially from what you're painting. And and, you know what and let me add to that too. And you can own you can only paint what you and so the vision is not in technicolor full laid out view either for you and so you can't explain it because it's being re- sometimes it's re- like Abraham the Lord didn't say here's the video here's where you're going this is the direction and this is this is why yeah. he just said leave there and follow me I'll tell right. you where you're going when you go and so you can't even spend time trying to explain that to people because you you don't even know man you, you, you may not see the whole picture but you feel it and it's a difference. He's like, man, I feel it. I see it. I, I just can't explain it. That's it. It's not for you to explain. Now, now here's, a, here's another thing. You have to be ready for, let's say, your favorite loved one. Let's say it's grandma. Lovely, sweet grandma. The one that got your heart. Mm-hmm. You have to be prepared for sweet little old grandma to look you in your eye and say, baby, that ain't going to work. Uh-uh. She said, "How you gonna handle that, baby? That's stupid. <laughs> baby, that is stupid. Nobody in their right mind would Woo-hoo. do nothing like Uncle that. Man, Why would you leave? Why would you leave a good job like that? <laughs> Why would you leave? Because and some of some of that, and not bagging on grandma because God loves. No, we love them tea cakes, but." People press upon you their fears. Them telling right. you why you why you shouldn't do it is really them saying, "I could never make a leap like that." Right. They're they're trying to sell you on the sugar grain or the the, the grain of salt versus the whole bag. You see what I'm saying? They they want you to settle on just that piece like they settled in their life. And my my question would be: Do you like the end results of that person? Mm-hmm. If you do, then listen to them. If you don't like the end results, don't listen to them. So don't cop an attitude with them. That that just lets you know that you should hold this vision a little bit closer to yourself. And you just do you. Don't expect a lot of people from this inner circle to come running to help you. A lot of times it's going to come from outside of your box. People that you didn't even expect. Yes. You know, because they get excited too. Look, Rick called me and said he was moving. He was he was getting ready to hit the road. And without second guessing, I just had to shift some stuff around because he came to me fast. I was like, man, hold up, man. Too, I can't let you do no road trip because I took that road, that exact, that exact path. I know what's in store. It's a lot of vacant land where there's nothing. And, you know, you need somebody to kind of be your road dog. 
You need to you need to speak and communicate and link with somebody just as crazy as you. If you call somebody and say, "Man, I, I want to build a ladder to the moon," you okay. need somebody to say, Let's "Hey, go. man, I'm trying to the vintage the, the vision man, but I help you carry the wood." I'm on my way. <laughs> I'm on my way. I got a truck. You know what I mean? Just let me know what you need. You need you need those people, and don't look for a lot of them because it's not going to be a lot of them. No. You know. So so leaving the comfort zone, it is it is frightening i don't care how strong a person is in the comfort zone yeah. everybody's hercules in the comfort zone it is <laughs> you know nobody's but, nobody's denying that it is all of that when it, it is worry for fear unsure all of those things but i love what you said man even when you can't explain it there there's something within you that says i said the other day is something in you that says this ain't it yeah this this is not it i don't know where i'm supposed to be but i know this ain't it and right i know this is not it i will not set up shop i will not begin to build bricks i'll tear down this tent yeah. i have to keep going because this right. ain't it and i need to follow my star whatever you yeah. call that i need to go after that until i arrive at where i need to be and let me look when, when I left Gary, bro, I had just gotten, uh, I was buying property there and we had put money to you know rehab this place that we were gonna just park for a couple of years and just bought furniture at the, the, the wife's discretion. So you know it had to be, you know, some 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 uh, fridge and, and uh, stove that I wouldn't have gotten from, a, you know, from leaving a bachelor lifestyle. You know, she coming from, you know, like, nah, this stove need to do this. It, it need to have the super, super duper. And I'm like, man, that's, just get a stove. This is yours is like five dollars more. So we got these upgraded type appliances, and then, man, I think we cleaned that the uh, the those the stove and the icebox maybe one time, because soon soon after that, man, that's when we we decided to just move and we left all that stuff. Bro, listen, the the agreement was this was we only take what can fit in the SUV. She had an SUV and I had a, a pickup truck. Okay. So, Whatever you can fit in the SUV, that's what we'll take. And then with my pickup truck, I'll get that small U-Haul hitch. Uh-huh. And whatever we can fit in that, which is totes, you know, maybe like six or seven totes. We'll take that and then the backseat of my truck. But that's it. So we left furniture, bro. When I say liquidated, mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Sometimes God says, now I'll leave all that junk. But God, this is new. This is well and bro, when we when we came to Arizona, this is what we had in our apartment. We had an air mattress. <laughs> Whoa, a, a air mattress. Um, cooler. Water, yep, water cooler because we couldn't drink the water there, and a, a pack of Uno cards. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> you know what I mean, and, and paper plates because you know we we just got in there. So like, just get some paper plates just to work for a minute, and then we just get a pack of dishes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Nothing fancy, just literally pack of dishes. It was just her and I. And man, we had that was one of the greatest periods in our life because we all we had. We didn't know nobody. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? It wasn't getting ready to be no fights because, dude, I fight you, you fight me. You ain't got nobody. I ain't got nobody. So, <laughs> so but, but a minimalist man stripping all that stuff down. And then when we moved to uh, Arizona, bro, just about did the same thing. Strip all that. Like, God, you rebuild it? Rebuild it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, man, 
Mm-hmm. Strip all that stuff, man. Yes. Like all all this weight. I, you cannot have old stuff expecting new stuff. You don't. Nobody would say, "Okay, I got this old furniture. Let me go ahead and get this new couch and just put it on top of this old couch." No. No, you. We have to move all of this stuff out first. You know what I mean? Repaint, re, you know, do do whatever we're gonna do with the carpets or the floors. Then we bring this new stuff in. You can't stack it. Mm-mm. You gotta get clear and dunk out, man. Out with the old. Get your life out. Yeah. You know what? And that. Go ahead. What are you gonna say? I was gonna say the the connection is, look at your life. You can't expect to get in the car with God and say, "Hey, God, you mind if I light this joint up?" You know what I mean? Hey, you, you, you mind if you, you mind if I call such and such man? I gotta tell them a piece of my mind. These are the this is the old furniture that you have to leave behind. You can't carry that weight because it'll only slow you down when God needs this every bit of speed that you have so you can catch the ball. You got listen, you got you got you got you gotta travel light. Um yes. I, I think it's worth saying as well, uh, because you did it and I did it. In leaving out, I didn't sell everything I had. And I surely wasn't going to put it on. It was recommended. Put it on Facebook and you can sell it. I didn't want to do all of that. What mm-hmm. I did, the, the one mistake I did make, I feel it was a mistake because it was against what I really felt in my heart to do. It was I took a few things to the pawn shop and the amount of money they gave me for it was totally $60. And it was a couple of TVs, a guitar, all of my best CD collections, yeah. DVD selections and all that, whatever those was, you know, but and but I got to the point where I went and I, I decided to go back to my first mind, which was gifted. Anything yeah. that was not taken that would not fit in that car, I was gifting it. And when yeah. I gifted and gave it away and blessed somebody else who needed it, mm-hmm. what happened, the end result of that was I'm gifted on that end, but I received the blessing on this end. So you don't know where you're going yeah. through and what you're going to need on the other end. And right. sure enough, as I gifted everything on that end, when I got on this end, God opened some doors and I was blessed on this end. And I knew it was because and in connection with how I left that place. So was this mm-hmm. an experience for you? Yeah, you know what? Um, it had It had a lot to do with Remember, God is rebuilding you. And what he's really rebuilding is your relationship with him. Okay? Yes. If you think, if you think, remember, let's put this in simplistic form. If you're nervous, if, if I call you and I say, hey, Rick, um, I'm going to pick you up at th- on this day and we're going to go out to eat and I'm going to pay for everything. It's your birthday. Right? Mm-hmm. You're going to be ready at that time without any doubt. You're going to get in the car. We're going to go eat or whatever. Right. And I'll pay the bill. You'll have no worry. Right? That's right. Now, you don't have any worry because we have a relationship. I have a history with you. I'm not a flaky person. If I say something, I'm going to do something. If I say I'm going to pay, I'm going to pay. I'm not going to say, oh, well, man, I'm short. Let me put this uh, pressure up on you. You you handle it. Like, man, you had said I'm not that type of person. So you you wouldn't sweat the whole process. So when you're dealing with God and he has you on a life journey outside of your comfort zone and nervousness comes in, that part right there lets you know the strength of your relationship with God. You don't trust him. Mm-hmm. You're leaving comfort zone where you trusted you. You were baby God in that box. Yeah. 
now God said, all right, look, let's 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 do something different, sir, because the path that you're on is not going to produce your maximum result of the life I gave you. So when you're nervous and you're shaking, it speaks directly to your trust and your relationship to God. Hey, man, I don't I don't trust you like that, man. You got me all up in your car. I don't know if you're getting ready to just kill me or embarrass me. I don't know you, sir. You, I yeah. don't know you speaks of your relationship and and i think the question for me the question continued to be either you trust me or you don't it's black or white either yeah. you trust me or you don't either you're going to trust you or you're going to trust him and you're constantly faced with that decision and hopefully you decide with the side side that says i'm going to trust god because you know he knows all things and it goes to it he's not sitting around doubting his trust in you on how you how how you're going to respond to the blessings that he'll give you you see what i'm saying he's not saying all right if i bless this person with this car his lifestyle are they going to turn their back on me are they going to turn to a different person where they're just snobby thinking that they're holier than thou are they going to just not bless other people or you know show them how they can also live a prosperous life how are they how are they going to respond? He's not sitting around doing that. So it's, it's a two-way street, you know? But once you develop that relationship and you get that history, then you'll confidently get in the car. And yeah, you're going to hold on because... I, hey, look, I, I always say uh, God can be a comedian sometimes. You know what I mean? Really? <laughs> and and, and, I, and I'm, I'm, I laugh because... Sometimes you may expect your life to go this way and he'd be like, uh-uh, watch this. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> you know, you'd be like, oh, righty. Wasn't expecting this. Yeah. This person right here, you know, yeah. uh, appreciate it, but uh, cool. Or when he touched your heart, oh, mm -hmm. this is the comedian part right here, God. When he touched your heart to be nice to, to somebody that wasn't nice to you. Yeah. And you got to bless them and you feel convicted when you can't sleep. The longer you don't act on it, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, God, you want me to bless them, but they were so mean to me. Yeah. Bless them. Oh, God. Yeah. That's everything to do with him rebuilding you, cleansing you, yeah. so you can be this person to handle this next level in your life. It, it, it really is, man. It's, it's preparation for it. You may not be able to see it or understand it. But if you just keep going, if you just keep going, we can look back now and see, you know, I'm blown away. When we do take moments and look back at those moments and times, it's like, you know, it really took some courage for you to stand up to these people. It took some yeah. courage for you to say, I'm leaving this. It took yeah. courage for you to say, I'm packing up, I'm moving to a brand new place I've never been before. Mm -hmm. It takes courage. You look back and say, wow. But but what you can recognize, man, is that God was there with you and um, and he brought you through it. And you see that you, you're better now, which encourages you to take more risk, you know, to make, yeah. you know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm more of a risk taker now because now I say, man, I, I absolutely have nothing to lose, bro. I, you know, yeah. I just absolutely have nothing to lose at this point i have everything to gain nothing to lose so now the leaps now that the, the the leaps the chances the tries now i recognize all of them work in my favor you know i i realized this man um my greatest 
um, my greatest pain would come from the chances I did not take. Ah, uh, okay. Than the chances that I did take. See, it's, it's, it's two things that'll happen when you take a chance. One is either you're successful with it or it was a failed attempt. But in that failed attempt, you didn't lose. You just found some some issues in the plan that you need to evaluate mm-hmm. just and make another attempt. In yep. life, that's the whole game. Nobody has a, a perfect way of life. You have to be okay with second attempts, third attempts, fourth attempts. You have to you have to condition in your mind that you will get this. I don't care if it's a hundred attempts or two hundred attempts. I will get this. Mm-hmm. Once you become that type of person, oh, you win it. That's you, the worst appointment right there. Yeah, absolutely. When you determine that this, I knew I was going to California. All of the other details I didn't know, but I but that I knew, and I was determined that I was going to make it there. And because you're focused, you step over the little stuff. You don't even, a person who is focused, just like a person walking through a crowd of people. When a person that is walking fast through a crowded group of people, if their eyes are focused straight ahead at what they're trying to get to, and they're walking with purpose, everybody gets out of that way. Yes. Which means there's some things that just by by virtue of your your momentum, some things automatically get out of the way. And then there's some people who are going to have to get out of the way or get stepped or rolled over who try to stop you. But everybody, it, you make a path for yourself when you focus. Just some, yeah. just don't. It's not until you get you get past it. You you look back. That that's what's funny about what we laugh about. We look back at stuff. Mm-hmm. And say, did you think about that? No, no, I didn't think about that part. Right. You know, and even in the story with us moving uh, and traveling across country in 2005, Pontiac Grand Am, mm. it, it leaked so much oil. For those who haven't heard the story, it leaked so much oil that I carried in the trunk a five gallon ga- uh, or a five gallon oil can. And when the mm-hmm. light came on, we pulled over put more gas in until the light went out and we continued to do that and finally when I finally got, when I finally got here and got comfortable I think it was in my on my second move when I moved with my sister the day mm-hmm. I moved further away from my job was the day the, the car burned up mm. <laughs> so again it it did the job that it was supposed to do. I mean, I remember I mentioned my conversation with you. I was saying, man, I got, I'm moving further, an hour away from where I am and the car is already raggedy and it's not going to make it, man. And you say it, let's, let's change the conversation. Let's say that God's going to fix it. Mm-hmm. That the, the car will, the car will maintain until we get to the next point. Hmm. Mm. And that's exactly what happened. Right, right. The day it it burnt up was also the day that uh, my sister came and made me an offer for a car. Right. You know, and and see, look, you have to you have to keep uh, God engaged. You know, you have to keep him engaged with the journey because it's going to be some twists and turns that will scare the the living daylights out of you 
You know, where you're like, oh, God, it's falling to peace, falling to pieces. I thought everything was good. Yeah, you had just your hand on the steering wheel. You got to stay focused. You got to stay focused and understand that you're building, you know, you, what, what's happening and the building blocks is laid in front of you. And then when things happen, don't be so quick to go to pieces. Don't be so don't be so quick to reset, readjust, to give it another try. Man, we, you, you don't want to be a crybaby along the way. Just you ever go out with with a group of people and it's, it's this one complainer all the way there. Yeah. It's like, bro. And they have the greatest time, but they killed everybody's spirit. Oh, yeah. So a lot of that, again, if you find yourself with short patience in that journey with God, that's what he's working on. That's what that's what's being developed. That's the stripping part. The patience. God, when is it going to happen? When is it going? You acting like a kid in the store. When when are we going to eat? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Relax. You need to let it happen when it's supposed to happen. Focus on developing you. You That's your job. When it happens is when it happens. I learned the hard way. You're not in charge. Yep. No, you're a mover and a shaker. You've been, you have a, you have a history of making things happen. You can make it rain. (laughs) But man, it is position. Yeah, recognize that you are not in control. And I would say this: you don't want to be in control. No, you don't. Because because with you in control produces the very thing you left in the comfort zone. You don't want that. That's why you left. I look. I'm in a new land. I'm in a new land. Nobody knows me. Not a business person. I'm I'm literally at ground zero yeah ground zero so in this process i have to learn the culture of the market because you just can't jump out there in the mix and then just voila you have to quickly adapt to the energy they call it reading the room i gotta read the state i gotta see what what vibe they're on because it's totally different from arizona Mm -hmm. you know arizona is like a cappuccino place you know that's what i call it it's it's everybody's in khaki shorts. You never know who the CEO or the boss is. Everybody's cool and laid back and they want multiple meetings. They want to know about, hey, so what do you do for fun? It's, it's laid back, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Midwest is a lot faster. You know, mm-hmm. slam, bam, thank you, man. They just want the deal. Forget about your kids. They ain't trying to build a relationship. You know, not necessarily. Let's get this deal done. So yep. you got you got cultures. You know what I mean? Yep. But in that, there's skill sets that, that I'm developing. There's ideas that I'm developing and, and enhancing and I'm okay with that. I'm enjoying it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's some tough times and 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 roller coaster rides, you know. You may you may see those dips before you even get on a ride. Mm. You know? And when you get on that roller coaster, you're like, oh, that's that dip, that big dip I saw when I was pulling up in the parking lot. This is it right here. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And it's going you may scream a little bit, but man, enjoy it. Enjoy the screams. <laughs> scream a little bit. Yeah. yeah. It can only be natural for you. you but your your scream is not as long. You recognize you don't scream as long. You're not as your heart will settle down. Right. It won't be like right. but you'll see you'll what you'll see is growth when you used to freak out. Right, right. Now you Listen. pull it together because you recognize one thing you recognize. Okay, you can stand in the middle of the street and scream, but here's one thing that you should recognize. Nobody cares. Listen, when Nobody. when when you when you when you're when you're riding with God on this path of life, it is enjoyable. It is enjoyable. And see, I didn't know when, when we were talking when you left 
your comfort zone, Gary, Indiana, to go to uh, California. All I knew is I was I was flying back to help you drive cross country. That's all I knew. Mm-hmm. When I got in the car, when I came outside, that was the first time that I saw your car. I had never seen your car. I didn't know what you were driving. Mm. And then when I got Me in there, I'm, <laughs> let me tell you, I get in there. I think you were, uh, you said, hold up, man, uh, and went to the trunk for something. And this is when I saw those red digits on how many miles were on the car. And it was like the upwards 160,000. I was like, ooh. Yeah. Mm. And then I looked in the back and I saw the um, uh, radiator fluid. Mm-hmm. And that, that big old yellow c- container and all those little oil can- containers and I'm like man what the heck I don't have no coat I think I had like a couple of hoodies I was like man what the heck what I don't think what this is gonna work this is this is dangerous if we get in, in on the side of the road man I, I may freeze it up because it was it was sleeting it was frozen whatever that was that was going on that night so it was very cold but we did it and we had a man no roadside it, assistance. No, no, no. no. And look, we now, was, now remember, remember, <laughs> God, God cleared, God clears, he clears the path for us, right? Remember, we were supposed to leave the day before. Absolutely. And I said, man, look, let's hold up because I didn't get a, a good night's rest. And I think you were kind of still doing some stuff at the house. I said, let's both get some good night's sleep and then we'll leave first thing in the morning. And when we got on the road, the roads were so bad. We saw cars on the Ooh. side of the road. Remember? Yeah. Yeah, the, and 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 um, the the snow had come down so hard that night before that we decided to rest in, and we would have been in all of that. Right. We, I believe we would have been one of those cars on the side of the road, which would have been extremely dangerous for us. Man. But God said, "Now nah, hold up, I got you. Let me clear the roads." And it was clear, no traffic. It was uh, yeah. the snow plowed and they had plowed snow. it. Yeah, all the way through, no issues. And, uh, and you know, I'm glad that when we stopped, the car overheated. At 10, 11 o'clock that night, we had been riding yeah. that morning, and we just decided, let's just stop right here. I'm glad we didn't yeah. get going. Because right, right. We saw the next morning what we were getting ready to drive. Oh, that was in Colorado, yeah. With all of those twists and turns and then Man. lines and, and be yeah. quiet because you could start an avalanche. Oh, my God. Man, look, God will protect you, but you have to let him drive. It's going to be unnerving. Um, but this is this is where another layer of the onion is trust. Do you trust them? Your responsibility is to be sensitive to the voice of God because things will be placed in front of you that will enhance your skill set or be that next stepping stone for you to get to where you need to be. So don't double dutch. Don't don't hesitate because timing is very critical. Mm. Don't be afraid when you feel that fear. That right there is going to possibly throw play. So you don't want to you don't want to have any hesitation. You want to move with boldness and whatever happens, happens. Mm. You know what I mean? What's the you have to unpack the fear. What are you what are you afraid of? Well, I may stumble over my words. So then what? I mean, I get the contract. So then what? Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. Walk it all the way down. What's the worst that could happen? People we, can laugh at me. Right. If we would have got we <laughs> got a flat uh without a spare, uh <laughs> what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> yeah. Just found out you didn't have a spare last month. But right on, man. You know? Uh but that that's <laughs> hey, we had a tire. Now if it fit if it fit oh, if it had God. if the lugs match, I'm not sure. I just don't want to back there. 
but through Listen. it, man, God saw it through it. Let, let me ask you this, man. Uh, uh, we've been on 63 minutes. Okay. Uh, let me ask you this in, in closing. Now, we, we've, we've been talking about um, facing your comfort zone, recognize your comfort zone, how to get out, how to stay out, what happens when you're in and out of it, man. What's an encouraging word? There's somebody, man, that's on this side saying, I'm nervous, but I want to take the leap. I'm unhappy. I feel it. I feel like this ain't it. I need to do mm-hmm. something different. You know, what's your What's your recommendation, man? How do What's What's the first key steps to to making that happen? Well, I would say that the the, the first step is one um, validating your feelings and your emotions that you are currently um, exhibiting. Okay. They're real. Something is up. Something is up. Go to pen and paper. Write down what is it that you want without limitations. You know, what is it that you want? If it's warmer climates, if it's this location, this location, or this location, wherever it is, write it down. What are you doing in that location? You know, say, well, I don't have any skill set. Okay, well, let's look at what do you want to do? So we got two two particular routes, you know, that you have to you have to write out because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense for you to go to a new area. And then you find yourself in um, a, a job or a career that you hate because now you got mixed emotions. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? So you 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 you, you want to unpack it all because all of those would basically be these fear components that will keep you in a standstill, uh, hesitated position. Mm-hmm. So when you when you locate an area or locate a career, and maybe it's just a career move, then you start unpacking that. How can I advance to this ideal position right here? Don't be afraid of education. It's not going to, you just can't walk into something without preparation. You just can't walk into um, a new job if you don't have the skill set. So you got to put some work in. Nothing is going to be given to you. You got to go get it if you want it. You got to have that hunger. Once you have that hunger and that uh, that dedication and that uh uh, that go hard and you know give it my all nothing will be denied you know so these are the steps that I would recommend you doing first you know finding out what it is that you want once you do that you start doing the baby steps maybe it's a visit to that new location mm-hmm. you know maybe 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 it's uh, if it's a job in, in a particular field and, and I know you'll find out what they what they pay and what you know all the benefits behind that but start putting the schools down on paper you know well say well education may stop me in this and there's people that's giving out money and grant money look don't don't look at what the opposition is just put down what you want don't look at the opposition on how you're going to afford something because i promise you if you sit down you can you can see how to make you know things work you know you start reducing your cell phone bill and you're eliminating that cable, that streaming channel stuff, you could find the money. You know what I mean? So it would be the, the, the two areas um, that I would typically um, put the most weight on that causes a lot of stress in people's lives is location, basically where they're living, and then the job, those two things right there. But to go toward those areas, your knees are going to buckle. That's an indicator that you're on the right path of something greater than where you are. Mm-hmm. If your knees don't buckle and your heart don't skip a beat and it doesn't seem like a giant, then it's probably a small little goal. Right. When you, you, get, when you Small. When you, what was that? Probably dreaming too small. 
yeah, too small. If it if you're not losing no sleep, man, and your and your heart doesn't increase or nothing like that, it's it's a small it's a small desire, small dream, and go for it if you want it. You know what I mean? If you need that type of baby step, uh, but don't look for maximum results behind something that don't get your how your your heart racing. You know, I like I'm I like my heart to race. You know what I mean? Let's go big. Let's do this thing. You yeah. know, we don't know when we're gonna get called home. You know, we think we got a lot of time. You know, right. last thing you want to do is be on your deathbed and say, man, I should have taken that leap or dang, I should have gone for this dream, mm-hmm. you know, and be mad at yourself. Man, God can call me home right now, bro. And I promise you, I rock my life. Yeah, with, I, I rock this thing and I got more in me. You see what I'm saying? Because I'm always pushing myself. Yeah. If you call me, I, he'll call me with in motion. Yeah. It, 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 it'd be in motion. They'll come and say, "Oh, well, he was working on this, or this is what he's." Yeah, man, and that's, that's just a good. It's just a good thing to know, man. Life is not forever, and uh, we do we do clearly have more b- behind the behind us than we do in front of us, and uh, so it's it's important that we live with an urgency of life, man. Listen, I want to wrap it up, man. It's uh, sixty eight minutes, man, but it's always been a blessing, man, and. Uh, we're going to keep talking and come back, man. And as often we come up with ideas and ideas that others come up with to inspire people, man, at this juncture in their life, uh, man, then, you know, that's what we're going to do, man. We've been doing this for a minute. We've been doing this for years. Real, yeah. real, real radio has been me and Ben from the jump. <laughs> Angelo, man, and it got us through and it blessed so many people. Yeah. Want to continue. I, I kept the name going, man, because it was, it was just us, man. It was, and we were naturals in it then and and are naturals honestly in it now they just have yeah. a conversation and hope it inspires uplift and edifies somebody man yeah man listen i appreciate you having me on man Let's and uh, i just want everybody to shock themselves mm-hmm. you know yeah. get, a, get a goal get a get it do something in your life to make that mono heartbeat signal make yeah. it spike just give give your life a little spike do something to give that that heartbeat a spike every now and again you need one of those do something radical do something so big that you have to invite god in and he has to have a role because you can't do it yeah like somebody said have goals worth waking up for yeah like whoa you're gonna do what yeah you know, at least yes. even big enough where you're saying, man, this is gonna cost, it's gonna hurt, it's gonna yeah. take a lot. But man, but if you if you if you achieve it, man, you God's God, I think God is in the business of blowing our minds, man. Yeah. And look, and and, and I'll leave you with this. Even when our mind is blown, God is still saying, could have went bigger. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't bust my heart. <laughs> But, but I understand what you're saying, man. Hey, listen, man, happy birthday to you, bro. Thank you, man. Have Thank a good you. one, man. And uh, we'll get back together, man. Appreciate you, brother. Okay, bro. Have a good one, man. All right. Peace.